0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Three Things Podcast. Super excited to be joined by a buddy of mine, Wesley Showalter. You'll never hear him called that. He goes by Show Dub. He's a personal trainer in the Philadelphia area, and he'll tell you a little bit more about his story, but he's also a Strength Faction mentor. And we have a great conversation talking about the support that trainers need, why every trainer should coach in large group or in group exercise, and also setting goals for you as, as a trainer, as the professional, as it relates to your career. Your growth this is a great conversation Wes brings it the speed round gets a little rowdy uh, you definitely should tune in for that and I hope you enjoy this episode
1: I'll make this like, I could make this shit like 69 minutes long, but I'm going to make it very short. So I am Wes, I am a Zumba instructor, no I'm kidding, I'm a uh, strength coach slash trainer dude, whatever you want to call it, in Philadelphia, prior to that I lived in Chicago, I do one on one training, semi-privates, groups, Um, I'm a mentor in strength Faction, which is awesome, And then I also, I wouldn't even count this, but I do a tiny, tiny bit of online shit. I don't, like, uh, promote it, but it's basically all people I used to train in Chicago, but I wouldn't even count that. So essentially, I'm a strength coach in Philadelphia, and I moved here because my wife um, got a residency here. She is an orthopedic surgery resident. She's a lot smarter than me. She was my TA for Anatomy Lab. This is a true story. The first day of lab, I picked up a skeletal model of the axial skeleton, which, if you're listening to this, you know what that is. And I power bombed it through a table, and then (laughs) we fell in love. And here we are, almost eight years later. And every time we look at the cadaver, I'd be like, "Can I see its penis?" Like every time. Wait, so back. Wait, yeah. All right. So that's whatever. Um, Yeah, dude. And then here I am. I love Monster Energy drinks. I love coaching. I love training. I love connecting with other people like you other trainers oh, That's so people. good i even like i mean dude i don't know you know it's interesting and i'm going on a tangent here that's this, fine this is what i do is i got i had a lot of success early in my career like in terms of crushing sessions client retention all that shit and like getting people results but it wasn't because i was that intelligent i'm just really good people you like,
0: are a total people person
1: yeah like i love people like like dude i start bullshitting with my uber driver like if i'm gonna. Airplane, I'll talk to the – I don't give a fuck. Like, I just talk to everybody. And, I'll, and I'll, you know, I am who I am. So it just kind of – when you're a people person in fitness, whether it's, you know, a kid or a 25-year-old football player, like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, if you're good with people, you can you can coach. I mean, it takes more than that. Like, obviously, you got to know your X's and O's and programming and assessments and blah, blah, blah. But if you're good with people, it's like that's way more than half the battle. Yeah, I man.
0: Do. So, yeah. Blah, blah. Well, look at that. Well, that man, was a pretty, pretty good, good. – that's a pretty good uh, introduction. Normally, like, I have to, like, go through and be like, oh, you missed this. You missed this. But, like, that's pretty legit. Um, Mr. Dr. Showalter, I appreciate you making time to come on late on a, I don't know, what's today, Wednesday night. It's the hump day, pump day, baby. It's it. Hump day, pump day. Uh, hump day, three things for those that are maybe tuning in because you saw the little graphic of Wesley Showalter and you're like, man, Mr. Dr. Showalter, I got to listen to this podcast. Three Wait, things what are you using. This is important. Um, I can't, I mean, I don't, I don't know care what, what I have, you, you want to make- send me one. Ooh. Okay. Do you want to pick? I was probably going to no. be, I, I think I know which one I'm going to do. It's right, a pretty, you, you do pretty it. pretty
1: don't tell me you do it and post you. me and tag me and make sure you tag me. Wait, let me say one more thing before okay. we do the question. Okay. okay. Every time I listen to these fucking fitness podcasts. <laughs>
0: this isn't a fitness podcast.
1: Well, all right. Podcasts, like any okay. anytime I'm hearing people in fitness, they're like, oh yeah, like I don't care about my followers. Well, I do. So if you're listening to this, follow at Showdub, follow for follow back. Like
0: <laughs> oh, that's back. it. Like for like, follow
1: for follow. Bang, bang. All right, that's cool. It. Now we can do the three things.
0: Um, I'm kind of like, I feel like I have to find like a really good picture. Um okay, so three things. You don't know them. I know them. This is the mullet. I should change the podcast name to the mullet. That's the business. The parting the back is a speed round. Here we go. First thing, Dr. Showalter, how much, and I want you to go back to your early days and you did a great podcast with Fury. I think it was Fury.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, where you talked about like, with,
0: like David Barton's gym and like you started big box. Um, and I want you to kind of think of like every stop you've made along the line and your kind of role now as a mentor of strength action, mm-hmm. how much support do trainers need professionally?
1: A fuck ton. Like, and I think, and when I say, I mean like everybody, like, you know, people are like self-made. That's not true. I don't think. And that sounds like a, I I mean, if whatever, you don't have to agree with me, but I think a shit ton. And let's do what's funny about it. So earlier, right. I was like, Oh, I had a shitload of success uh, early in my career because I'm good with people. Um, but I didn't know dick, right? Like I thought I did. I was like, Oh, I have a degree now I've got certification. (laughs) But like the reality was I was a fish in a very, very small pond. And when you're in that, how do I, in that environment where like, let's say you're the top dog and you're at a really small gym and you don't venture outside of that gym, whether it be seminars or certifications, or even just like network, like the kind of shit we're doing right now. Um, not that it went to my head, but I kind of didn't realize how much I was lacking and how much, like how much better I could be. And then once you start to learn more and you, you start to like shadow other coach or see other coaches or hear information presented or listen to it, read it, whatever. Um, yeah. The point is a shit ton. And on top, which that's not an answer, like a direct number, but a shit ton. And it's well, only going to, no. I don't need a number, but
0: what I do want to follow that up with is, and, and so like, I, I agree. Like I, you know, I, My like primary job is like, I tell people like I'm a trainer, but I'm also like my role in management is to help other trainers make money. Like that's kind of like the name of the game. But what areas do you think trainers need help and support and and kind of development in?
1: Now, are you saying like somebody who's like brand new to training or like just anybody?
0: Either. Yes. Yeah, dude. I'm like Oprah. Like I'll say, I'm going to keep saying this. I am Oprah.
1: You are. You're like the male hot Oprah. Bearded, Bearded I mean, slightly
0: ginger Oprah.
1: Yeah. I'm slightly ginger too. I don't have a big beard right now, but when it grows in, it's red. Cause I was a Viking in another life. Um, Sam. Wait. Okay. God. What you areas
0: know, do trainers need support in? Like just from your experience, like what okay. you said, like talking strength faction, globo gyms, like where you've been?
1: So I would say one. And I mean, you could, not everybody needs a ton of this, but having systems, like having a programming system, like some, it doesn't have to be like a template, you know, a super specific, but like you should have a system when it comes to your programming and if you do assessments, what have you. But even more than that, I would say time management because trainers like at least, especially me. One one big mistake that I made early on was I said yes to everything, and I would stress myself way too far thin. And I don't want to say like self care because that's like really popular right now, but it's kind of true. But I guess just like time management. Like when can I get this in? When can I get this in? Like how do I go about like the whole? You know, you've been in strength faction. You know the uh, there is no such thing as a perfect program, and like there's no uh, such thing like let's say you have to modify a workout. Let's say you have a session at seven seven third or. Uh, like seven, eight, and then your next one's at eight thirty, you only have a half hour. Okay. Do your your you know dynamic warm-up in your primer and then like break it up throughout the day. Um, that's just one example. But time management, programming, I mean, there's there's so many ways you could take that shit, dude. There's not one way to answer that question, but I'd say time management specifically in terms of like, okay, when do I program? When do I do my continuing education? When do I train myself? Like Like all that shit. So there's a lot more to it than that, but those are probably the biggest two is programming and or some sort of like systems and time management. Yeah. No, Hey, that's, you know, I, I didn't think you would go
0: with time management and I definitely agree with that. That's something that I actually talk to a lot of my trainers about whether it just be literally managing their session to managing how they treat their time outside of the session. And then when, like you're saying, like when you get to like, Hey, okay, I'm it's time to do this. Do you know how to go and attack that time? Like, you know, at the time management, God is probably a guy like Mark Fisher. And if you don't know who Mark Fisher is, crawl out from under the rock. Um, I'm not saying everyone has to be like Mark Fisher, but um, you know, but it is crazy how like you can like these different, like, I hate the phrase hack, but like how like, like, you know, like the biggest hack to time management is probably just knowing what you're gonna do with your time.
1: Yeah. When you right. do
0: block it out.
1: Dude, one one of the biggest things, and I don't mean to like have a strength action sales pitch here, although if you're listening to this, you should
0: You've probably gotten the pitch if you listen to this podcast. You probably heard about it. at least
1: the episodes I've listened, Oh my god. Um, but one of the biggest biggest things, and this was like before it became official, and these were like the first lessons and Ton had like wrote me into the hybrid group or the beta group, whatever, um, was the brain dumps and and, like making my schedule. So I have now dude. I do my brain dump on Sundays, organize all my shit in terms of like prioritize when I get this done, this done, this done, whatever. Um, and then I have my planner and then I also have my electronic calendar. So I have like, and I have my body. So I've got like three fucking calendars right there, but which sounds like, I don't know, neurotic, but it, it, you know that uh, you've read extreme ownership, right? Yep. Okay. So there's, wait, hold on. Let me think of it. Don't tell me. Discipline. Discipline equals freedom. So that whole thing, like that's big for me. And like, I forget if it was Rogan or someone I was listening to, they're saying something like, you know, when I'm chilling, I'm chilling because I got my shit done. And that was like, in my schedule said chill or something along <laughs> the You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, having rituals and systems and you know, just putting shit on paper. Is it always going to be that way? Maybe not. Like, you know, when war happens, the first shot gets fired, someone gets injured, something happens, but it's, it's been a, I don't know, a lot of anxiety saver doing that shit.
0: Yeah, man. And that's where it's at. Hopefully uh, people listen to this. It's been a while since I've said this push, like depending on your settings, go back a couple seconds, maybe a minute and just kind of listen to that because that's something that again, like early trainer pitfalls, like just learning how to like, systemize and manage your time is like just game changing as far as like actually giving yourself a chance to progress as a, as a quote unquote fitness professional. Um, okay. show dub. second thing. Why should every trainer coach in a group exercise or large group training program?
1: Ooh, that is an awesome question.
0: Oprah. Thank you.
1: God damn dude. These are, this is like way not, I, I knew your shit would be good, but this is <laughs> All right, say that one more time so it sets in yeah. my brain. I've had yeah. a lot of concussions and smoked dope. So. Yep. Why
0: should every trainer coach in group exercise and/or a large group style program?
1: Okay. So for one thing, the experience. Two. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm about to like go on. I'm gonna take this question for a little ride. Do it. Um, one, it gets you in front of a lot of bodies. Two. Like, so if, like, let's say, all right, here's how I got into group fitness, by the way, like group training, all that. I'll I'll make this story very quick. I was working at the one gym and I didn't want to do it. I told the manager, he's like, you'd be awesome at it. Like, and he straight up, he was like my friend. He's like, you're going to do it. I'm putting you in a class. And then one day this girl called off sick. Nobody else could do it. My spot was available. It was called like back attack. And it was like, all posterior chain or some shit. Um, And this was a long, this was. I don't know, seven, eight years ago, some shit. Anyway, uh, and I taught the class, like, I just pulled it out of my ass. Like, I wrote down a workout and, like, you know, work to rest ratios and whatever. And it was the most fun ever. Like, so that's the other thing is because I'm with people. When I'm around more people, I get amplified. So I get real (laughs) jacked up. So I like it. Like, 5 a.m., I'm bringing, I'm going to chug my fucking monster and we're going to do this shit. Like, (laughs) you know how some people are like, eh, like, I'm a coach and, like, I'm just going to talk about this. Like when I do groups, I turn it on. Like you got to, you got to bring the thunder. You got to bring out that, Okay. So back to the question. Um, so one, you get in front of a lot of bodies, a lot of exposure. If you're at a big box gym, that is the easiest way to get clients. Even if you're not at a big box gym, that's an easy way to snag clients. Let's say you work at a boutique fitness studio. I mean, hell, that's what I do now. And you get in front of people, um, I mean, the followers, for one thing. You know how many people love to follow their instructor, their coach? Ooh. No, but... um. Guerrilla yeah, Marketing
0: featuring Showdub. Bam, bam.
1: No, but, uh, yeah, getting in front of people, dude. Like, you're going to have multiple... You're going to have to learn quickly. Like, you're going to have to have your one up, your one down in your head. Okay, today's you know, workout is his goblet squat. This lady's over here and she's killing it. Hey, Karen, grab two kettlebells. You're doing double bell front squats. Up. Oh, this guy over here sucks ass. Hey dude, air squats or like whatever. So you, that, it just, it heightens your awareness of like what's going on and who can do what and pop up. It takes time just like anything else. It takes skill and like, you're going to suck at first and probably be a little shy, but yeah, dude, it like harnesses your skill set. You deal with a multitude of people from different ends of the spectrum. And it's just fun. You're in front of a shitload of people. And I'm an it's attention. It's so fun. It's yeah, dude, so when fun. I'm in front of a group. I don't give a shit if I'm in front of eight-year-olds or if it's like grandmas. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm going to bring the juice and we're going to have a good time. If like, you have trainer
0: or session ADD, large group coaching is the way to go. Because there is never a shortage of anything.
1: No, there's always something. And like you gotta be loud and like, Hey, if this doesn't work, like, da Like, again, I could go on tangents. It's again, it's so interesting, dude. I never wanted to do it. And then it like took my career, not another drought, but it like opened up a, it's another thing. It opens a shitload of doors. Yeah. Like that thing about if you see a resume and it says personal trainer, which is great. Or if you see a resume, personal trainer, group, group training, group exercise, whatever. That's just another thing in your wheelhouse. It's like that, you know, it, uh, yeah, it's another thing in else. People, you know, if I'm looking to hire you, I'm like, oh, let's do new groups and that? Hell yeah. And not to mention more money. Like, depending on the business model and how it goes, like, maybe you're a per head thing or maybe you're a tiered thing or whatever. But you, it's more. it can be more money, which I'm not saying I do what I do for the money. But, you know, 50, 20 people, one person, huh. And it's more affordable. So maybe Karen can't afford whatever my rate is. But she can afford the class. Cool. Cool. Like, you're still going to get results, to be honest. And again, I'm going on a fucking tangent here. I
0: like it. Keep going.
1: General population, yeah, specificity, overload, blah blah bah, bah. But, like, they don't need – they need it, but for a lot of general population's goals, they need to squat, hinge, push, pull, bilateral, unilateral, do what works on their budget, meaning – you know, not everybody has to barbell squat, not everybody has to do this squat, but some sort of a squat, some sort of unilateral, bilateral, and in a class format, like, like I said, I alluded to some of this earlier, but it boils, dude, like that's their adult group training. Like they do the rows, their squat, their this, their that, and it's smart, and it's brilliant, and it's like, it's not just like, oh yeah, they did this, and in the end, you modify based on the individual, right? So if it's Again, if it's, like, snatch grip deadlift and, you know, this guy over here doesn't have the prereqs, okay, cool. You're going to do a, you know, deadlift or an elevated deadlift or a trap bar or whatever. Like, people need to do the basic shit really well. And, you know, and often. Do it well. Do it often. Be consistent. Show up. On top of that, it's fun, dude. Like, I have so much. Dude, I taught a class before I came here. And I did this thing. I probably saw this on my post, like, with Lemon. Shit was packed, Sold out. I had this old lady come up to me after she was like, not old she was clearly older and put <laughs> me a fist bump and I was like fuck yeah <laughs> I don't know it's just good energy like well, it
0: blows my mind when like I'll interview trainers for the gym and you know like I'm in a big box gym right. um, it's privately owned it's similar to like the FFC of, of Vermont like where I'm at five clubs privately owned but like big box total like full-scale health clubs and I'll interview trainers and I'll be like, yeah, you know, like there's a pl- ton of opportunity in the health club. Like, do you have any interest in other areas? You name it. Do you want a lifeguard? Do you want to coach aquatics? Do you want to coach large group? You know, do you want to coach in some of the, like the more like finer, you know, whatever it might be. And people are like, well, no, I, I really just want to build my one-on-one clientele. I'm like, then you're missing the point. Right? Like, it just blows my mind. Like Wait, you want to build business just just like get in front of as many people as you can and show them what you're about and you're in and have fun doing it. And you get paid too. It's unreal.
1: Right. Like that, that guy or girl, whatever, that just puts their beats on and goes in the treadmill, but every now and then takes class. If you take my class, bitch, you are going to bite the bug and you're going <laughs> to take my class every week. Like maybe not week, <laughs> right? Like I'll probably miss X amount of percent, but like, we're going to have fun. Don't get me wrong. Like there's negative stuff to it too, but nothing that bad. But, um,
0: do you ever play Mo Bamba as like a soundtrack to your one of your classes? What
1: is that?
0: I'm not gonna tell you what Mo Bamba is. You need to look look, you need to look up the song Mo Bamba. Harness your inner millennial and just hit some squats. I know Mamba number five. Nope, oh. not not even close. Not even it's completely different. Mo right. Bamba, look it up. Okay, oh, that's
1: innocent. People get into the jams and shit. Again, I'm going on a tangent, but like fire, fire beats. Before I teach classes, before I teach every class, I say, listen, are there any new people here? And I always, (laughs) I I always introduce myself. Like, and usually when I first, like a lot of times I'll go super bro and I'll wear a tank top. And if you're listening to this and you don't know me, totally cool. I'm covered in tattoos, right? I'm not saying that to sound cool. I'm saying that because sometimes these people are like, what the fuck? (laughs) It's 5.45 in the morning and I'm like, and I'm like playing, you know, Wu-Tang Clan or whatever. Like last week I was blasting the Lion King soundtrack. Oh, music, electric. It's like TRX everywhere and sandbags and shit. But yeah, the music. Anyway, I just, all right, next question. That was a good time. That was
0: awesome. That's amazing. Um, okay. Oh God, getting back to the the business in the front. Um, and this is kind of a, uh, maybe something you could take as you did post on social media today. Like any like questions or anything like that, or like posts that like you as in like strength action should cover. And yeah. this is something that, excuse me, had a burp, I'm drinking seltzer water. For those that are listening to this, uh, okay. toasted toasted coconut, it's the best flavor. So that's not La No, man, it's straight polar because I'm from Vermont and we don't drink that bougie good. Uh, it's toasted coconut polar. It's delicious. Um, okay. So goal setting. And this is something that like obviously trainers, is, I think it's one of those instances where like we do it with our people, but we don't do it for ourselves. And I don't mean goal setting like my own personal fitness goals. I mean like career goals, like how have you, or what do you do? Like, obviously like this is the time of year, like passion planner, like you got one, I got one, like you're writing down your goals where you want to go, your roadmap. Like, can you just talk a little bit about setting goals for you as it relates to your career growth? Like how you kind of approach that? Uh, Because I feel like this is something that trainers don't do. Like maybe some do, but I would say the vast majority and those that I speak to, like, you ask them what they, where they want to be one, three, five, ten 10 years from now. And they like, kind of look at you. But if you ask them what their macro count is, they'd be like, yeah, it's this, 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 and I have my Whoa. numbers made, but like, they don't know anything outside of like what they're supposed to eat that day. Um, that's kind of a shot of the, the fitness industry. So d- at me, like, bring it, um, what, what, uh, talk to me about like how you go about setting goals for yourself.
1: So one, I agree with everything you just said. Like, if I was to ask, like, I don't know, a coworker of mine somewhere, they'd probably look at me and be like, well, and then they'd make some shit up, or they'd be like, blah, 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 whatever. Um, not necessarily everybody, but, you know, a vast majority. Um, okay, so for one thing, I'm in an interesting situation where. I live in Philadelphia, and I'm here because of my wife's residency, and the reality is I don't want to fucking live in Philly. I'm a huge Eagles fan. I love the Eagles. I've been an Eagles fan since I was a kid. I've been to some games. I have many games, actually. I've actually met some of the players. Anyway, um, point being back to my situation. So I live in Philly for her residency, but both of us have zero intention of staying here. Like, do I wake up every day and I'm like, I hate – no. No, no, no. I just – no, I'm not going to be like, I know that. And that's one thing where people are like, well, what do you want to do? Cause it's like, this is going to sound arrogant, but everywhere I've worked, I've kicked ass. Even if I didn't like working there or my boss or whatever, like, I don't care. I'm going to bring it. Cause that's my reputation. Which sounds like arrogant, but I don't give a fuck. Like I want, and by success, I mean, that's like my own definition of it. Like, you know, retention and numbers and, you know, results and connections and relationships, whatever. Um, but goal setting stuff. So I do, I do use my passion planner. I also talk to my wife about this stuff a lot. Um, But it's kind of like I I do have career goals and I'll write out, I did a five-year one, a three-year one, and then an annual one. But lately what I've been doing, I've been making it, how do I say, I guess like external goals. It's not directly like I want to be in this position by this time In the past, that's kind of what it was. Like, I want to be doing this, this, this. So I have an idea in my head. Like, here, this is general, right? But I want to be on the right seat, on the right bus. If I'm a part of a team, like, if I'm going to be at the same gym, because for the past couple of years, I've kind of been, like, bounty hunter. Like, I'm in multiple locations. Um... I'm doing my independent stuff. I'm doing group stuff here, whatever. But what I'd like to do, and I'm starting to kind of do that stuff at one place, is be in charge of developing other coaches and stuff and helping them learn. Because I got – what happened was I got contracted to do, like, a kettlebell thing at this one spot, and it went really well. Like, the client – like, the trainers were picking up what I was putting down. Like, I I had a whole thing written out. Like, even though I'm a goofy asshole, when I'm in, like, serious coach mode, coach mode West – People listen to what the fuck I'm saying, usually. Um, And it went really well. And then from there, we kind of had more talks and da-da-da-da-da. But that's kind of the position I like being in, sort of like in strength action. So it's like, I know the role that I want, but it's also got to be the right team and this, that, and the other. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, But, and until then, it's like, okay, I got to like, obviously do like the group stuff, the one-on-ones, the this, the that, to like make a living. And I do enjoy doing it. But the reality is the fact that I'm going to end up moving in three and a half years, three years and four, whatever it is, um, to Vermont,
0: to Vermont, UVM yeah. Medical.
1: Here's the, thing. the best part is I don't really know because it's it's going to be dependent on my wife. But after this next move, like I'm ready to settle down, have a kid, all that. Like I'm 30. Not that that means you have to have a kid, but like um, we're going to have kids. Um, but we got to wait till because obviously our career is pretty big deal. It's just um, three
0: and a half years of practice, man.
1: Exactly. Like if I'm. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No, it's actually five, but it's three and a half more. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. It's crazy, because it's been a year and a half since we've been here. Um, but anyway, the goal setting stuff, I think it's really good to give yourself, like, performance things. But then also, you gotta have, you've gotta We've heard this shit before, but, like, the step-by-step, like, in three well, months. Well,
0: I've heard it, but maybe people who are listening to this are like, the fuck do I do? Well,
1: so you need, like, process goals. So, yeah. for instance, um, outcome goal. I want to be the manager at uh, Parisi, whatever. Um, but the process goal would be, okay, what do I need? Like you reverse engineer it, right? So here's what I want to be. Here's what like the previous step would be. Here's what the previous step would be. Kind of like when you program a lot of times, right? Is like, here's what the person wants. Here's where they're at. How do we get them there? It's not going to be linear. Like you've seen those emojis and shit or whatever memes. Yeah. Like it's not going to be linear. It's not going to go the way you think it's going to go either. Like I, I'm not going to lie. I thought my career was going to go one direction and I'm happy with, you know, what I'm doing and everything. But when we moved, I had to completely start over. Like it it really, I'm not going to lie it fucked with me, like psychologically. Um, I got over it, obviously. I'm a resilient dude. Um, and it's like no one was dying or sick or anything. But um, yeah, I had to like reevaluate. I was like, God damn. Like, okay, well, here's where I'm at now. This is my reality. You just got to deal with this shit. And this is what I want. But for now, this is what I'm going to do. But then I do have goals for now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, for instance, one of my goals is I want to have a website and a podcast by the end of 2019, and I'm going to do one thing I'm going to do within three months, and this is, like, not top secret because it's nothing that no one hasn't done, but I'm going to do hashtag 69 days of kettlebells, and I'm going to post every day, like, kettlebell related stuff for 69 days, um, but I'm in the process of figuring out how to make it look sexy for the gram and all that. I don't know if I'll spend too much time on the sectionist part. Um... But, like, that's a goal, that's a goal. So, like, process goals. Like, again, let's say someone wants to lose 20 pounds. Okay, cool. So, phase one, let's consistently get to the gym twice a week or whatever it is, right? What does
0: that look like for a career? Like, so, maybe I'm a trainer. This is the situation. I'm a trainer, big box gym. I hate it. I hate big box gyms. I want to get to a boutique. What are some things that, like, maybe career-wise, like, I should be, like, what would my process goal be? What would he... What, what should I set my process goal be? Boom. Tell me how to live my life.
1: This is just me, right? This is I not know. a
0: real case scenario. This is just a, 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 I'm very content with where I'm at. So just totally a, hypothetical. Casey, have
1: to go. Casey Lee is staying at Parisi. You Forever.
0: Lifer. Um, go
1: son. Hey, yeah, you're right by Ben and Jerry. So it's like facts. Um, all right. So here's, and this is just me. This is not the right way. That's another thing. There is no right way to do shit, right? There's a thousand ways to do shit. Um. Okay. Hypothetical situation. I'm at a big box gym and I'm a trainer and I'm like, fuck this. I want to go boutique, which by the way, I actually did that. So I guess I this is how- why it might be a good situation to ask you. Yeah. Well, this isn't how I did it, but this is in retrospect how I would do it. Mine was a little different. I got recruited and all this shit. Um, one, I would start looking up multiple boutique. Like what type of boutique do I want to do? You know, am I going to do kickboxing? Am I, do I want to do CrossFit, yoga, like spinning, Pilates, like strength and conditioning? Like, this is boutique's huge now in terms of like it covers a vast majority of fitness. It covers everything, like I said, from Pilates and shit to CrossFit to everything in between. So, one, narrow down what type. If you don't know, take class, go to the facility. So many fucking people will be like, oh, yeah, I want to work there. And I'm like, have you ever taken class there? No. Okay. How do you know you'd like it? Like, you might not even like the structure. Like, so one, narrow your frame of like, okay, I either want to do this, this, or this type of exercise, model, whatever. From there, I'd go to the facility and take class. I wouldn't, I probably, unless I had a plug, which I'm not going to lie, I work that angle all the time. Had, like, I work, I'm work. i a connections guy. Like, I'm like, yo, who do you know here? Who do you know here? Blah, 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 blah. Um, but anyway, if you have a plug, use your plug. If you don't have a plug, you're a fucking loser. No, I'm kidding. Um, so I would, <laughs> to, I would go to the facility and I would do classes. And I'd be like, okay, I could teach this shit. Or like I'd kind of, ha- you know, in my head, like, do I like this? Because if, if you're taking it and you don't like it, you're going to fucking hate coaching it, um, I think. Um, <clears throat> so I'd do that. And then from there, I would be in talks with whoever the head person is and I'd start kissing their ass. So not, you know what I mean? like Networking. I, right. Let's shoot him an email. And I'm a pretty blunt dude. Like, I'm going to be honest. And I've, I've gone on a tangent here. but one like spot it. that I'm at right now, this is what I did. You ready for this? This is what yes. I did. And don't get me wrong, my resume is decent. But I didn't even mention that I wanted to work there. I saw who owned the place. I looked up their social media. I slid in the DMs. said, Hey, I just moved here from Chicago. I'm a fitness professional looking to make buddies. That's all I said. So I'm looking to make buddies. Ned, could I take your class sometime, like, and just shake hands, kiss babies? I took the owner's class, and her and I, this was kind of weird. We just clicked instantly. Like, after class, I talked to her for 45 minutes. Didn't even have to do – it was a little bit of fitness, but – what? and she just looked at me and was like, do you work here? I was like, fuck yeah. She was like, all right, listen. She was like, I'm going to technically have to, like, make you lead a workout, but you're going to be great. I was like, all right, and that was that. Um, where was I going with this? But, yeah, so I would – you know, phase one, narrow down what you want to do. Phase two, start taking classes or coach, like go to whatever they're doing. Phase three, start – who do you like? Who are your friends there? Whatever in terms of the coaches, the trainers, the management. And then just be blunt. Like, don't bullshit. Be like, hey, here's the deal. Here's what I'm trying to do. Can we make that happen? If not, what do I need to do to make that happen? Blah, 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 blah. Now, is that what – every was that going to work? I don't know. Is that what everybody would do? I don't know, but like – anytime I've wanted a gig, I've pretty much gotten it.
0: Yeah. I think in, in today's world of social media, I can go onto the Google and find whoever I want. Like, it's pretty easy to find who you need to talk to. And then you can have pretty good access to get to that person in today's world. So it's just interesting. Cause I think that that's something that I would like, I almost, I knew I was talking to you, so I wasn't going to like message like the, the account or anything, but like, that's something that Like as far as like what do trainers maybe need more of is like prioritizing themselves, prioritizing their career. I think that's why burnout is so high in in fitness industries, personal trainers, whatever. Is because no one knows they're like, oh man, I I love working out. I'm like, they're really like just a fitness enthusiast who's trying to make an income off of it. And it's not That's not the, that's not it at all. And they'd burn out because they're like, oh fuck, this is actually kind of hard to that,
1: to that point. All right. Since I've, I've worked at three gyms where I've seen that happen, where it was people, where like that exact scenario happened, where it was like, and now I've, I have enough experience with, that I feel like I can almost look at someone, which sounds bad. It's not like you can't be saved. And I can be like, okay, that person, girl, guy, whatever, is going to burn out. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like, yeah.
0: Oh no, I totally get it, man. I see like when I interview people, I look for raw materials of like people who have what it takes to be successful, regardless of the industry. Yeah. That's it.
1: Yeah. And that's, I think Fisher, I think it was Fisher. I've, I've talked to Mark a few times. We're not like super tight or anything, but your boys You follow each other on Instagram. Um, yeah, he follows back. Yeah. Sick. Um, but he's saying something like, I don't hire good coaches. I hire good people. Mm-hmm. And it was – and I do. I completely agree with that because mm-hmm. everyone knows, like, it's like, oh, yeah, this guy's got this certain, that certain, like, has this much experience. And then you meet him and you're like, dude, you're a cock. And then <laughs> you meet other people where they're just good people. And it's like, okay, they might not know, you know, what a great active straight leg raise or whatever looks like, but I can teach you that. Right. I can't necessarily teach you to be a good dude, but I can teach you to be a good coach. And that's why – me and the one business owner, is kind of like, yo, know, I told him, like, bring in a man off the street that you thinks is a good fucking dude and I'll make him a great coach. That's an exaggeration, but you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you can basically develop, right? It takes time and investment and all that. But a lot of people, and I think part of this is just the age we live in, think that, like, they're going to get a gig and magically make a shitload of money. Like, you don't make dick in the beginning of fitness. You make dick. Like, you work shitty hours and you make dick. Um, so it takes a while. Like, if you just do it because you like working out, you will not make it. And that's and not then you, you work shitty um, hours
0: and you make less than – you make, like, the shaft.
1: Right, the you shaft. Make, right. Just the shaft, not the But chest.
0: you're still working shitty hours.
1: That's the veiny part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what is it? Anyway, uh, oh, yeah, that was good. I don't know where we're at.
0: I don't know. I think it's good. I think we could put a little bow on that. We end with a dick reference. Yeah, I want to get to the speed round. Okay. This is right, like good. my favorite thing ever. Okay. So speed round, I have eight things here. You can answer them as long or as short as you'd like. Mm.
1: Um, Wait, so we're going okay. one at a time, right?
0: Yeah. All right, oh good. yeah. It's not like that fast. Right. Um, but I mean, like, it's just like, just it's just going to rattle some things off here. Okay. Like first one, what's your favorite monster flavor?
1: That's easy. That's the easiest question I've ever been asked. Hold on, I have one in my fridge. Oh my uh, god, of course you do. I've got like fifty of them in here. I'm not oh. gonna drink it. Monster real quick, Monster Energy Ultra Sunrise. It's zero calories, which means it's healthy. It tastes like Sunkiss. And I drink one of these babies every day roughly at five to five oh, thirty AM. Gross. I'm a uh, Red
0: Bull guy. Those are gross. It's pissing a can. Ugh.
1: Red Bull, that's like the fucking – not ying to the yang. That's like the hell to my heaven. Oh, oh um, yeah, Monster, Ultra Sunrise. Also, the purple one's good. I can't – it's like violet or something. Um, but definitely orange, hands down. It's amazing. Okay.
0: Um, I'm getting a tattoo soon. And, um, yeah, what's my – what's the advice you got for me?
1: It's uh, okay. my first
0: one. It's my first one.
1: Actual advice? Yeah. yeah. Don't overthink it. Like, don't be super, super, super specific. Like, let the artist be the artist, and you are. It's like trainers and coaches. Let the coach coach. Let (laughs) let them do their thing. Like, obviously, the shit's going to be on your body forever. But the less thought you put into it, the less unhappy you'll be. Like, if you're like, oh, this fucking line, and it's pink here, and whatever. Um, So, one, don't overthink it. Two, and you probably already have it in your head, but pick it off the wall. It's more fun that way. Blindfold yourself. Pick it off the wall. I've done that. Um, what else? Make it fucking big and yeah, make it super badass, like a wolf that's on fire eating a baby's head or something. Like, make it something super extreme.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Make it whatever you want. Okay. Yeah. But and extreme. Then,
0: whatever I want, but extreme.
1: Right, and then like if you want your wife's name, get it in like flames. And okay. Then, um, <laughs> <one> <laughs> last thing is, make sure you go to a legitimate tattoo artist. Like, you know talk to people, look at other people that have gotten tattoos by that person and be like, all right, that looks good. So, for instance, I'm going to tell you something real quick. People don't know this. Shit that looks good in real life, like a drawing, does not always look great on skin. And it might look great on skin right after you get it, but 10 years down, like, dude, a lot of this shit I've had since I was 18, not all of it, um, some of it, and it looks great because I've got traditional, which is, like, big, thick, fat lines and, like, which I'm not saying you should get traditional, but it, it looks good on the skin and it, it, uh, it ages well.
0: Okay. So, yeah. Traditional, don't overthink it. You know, Talk to people who have it and let the artist be the artist.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you're like, I don't want, you know, their left fucking foot rotated that way, okay. But, like, <laughs> yeah.
0: let them do That's amazing. Um, What's better, a Philly special or a Chicago chocolate shake?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that is a fantastic question. Wait, can I explain to the listeners what uh, – You can do whatever you want. (laughs) All right, really really quick story here. So there was a lot of my homies from Strength Faction in Chicago for a Strength Faction meetup, like – it had to be at least two, maybe three years ago. It had to be two years like ago. Like two years ago. Not two years. Yeah, two. Because, yeah. And um, so I wanted to show these guys what a chocolate shake is. And what a chocolate shake It's a $20 shake. A $20 chocolate shake. Yeah. And everyone's like, what the fuck? I'm like, dude, trust me. It's awesome. And I didn't tell anybody what it was. I was like, yo, this shit's amazing. So we were all like decently intoxicated. And we went to, hold on, Wiener Circle. That's the name of the place. By the way, if you ever go there, they like curse at you and yell at you and make fun of you, and nothing is off bets like race, gender. So just be prepared. Um, so we go to Wiener Circle, we in line. And I remember it was either you or PJ was like, better be fucking good. It was probably, PJ. <laughs> <laughs> better be a fucking good chocolate shake, man. Like 20 bucks, what the fuck? And so whoever we like whipped out the money, and what you do is you give them 20 bucks. And then this is also true. It is all. Larger African-American women that work in the back and they all take their shirts off and they shake their boobs and <laughs> flicker the lights on and off and play that that song. Believe me, go there. Um, so my boy Big Dick Nick with the Philly Special, that was pretty awesome. And I cried and cried and cried and got very intoxicated. But I would have to go with the chocolate shake. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know what you were going to go with.
0: Wow. Um, I can, I can vouch for everything Wes just said about the chocolate shake. Um, should the Eagles trade Carson Wentz?
1: Uh, if, all right. If you can't keep them both, which you They're can't. not going to be able to. I, here's why I'm torn. Because Nick fits better in that system. All right. Like he just does. And it's proof. I stick with Nick. I'm I'm a Nick guy. I love Wentz, but like he wins. Even the run game is better. Like everything's better. So I don't hate Wentz and like he is the face of the franchise and ginger Jesus and all that. But like, I, I just big Dick Nick's killing it. And he was going to retire, which is crazy. Um, Yeah.
0: I don't know. I'm a Cowboys fan. So fuck the Eagles. Um, How long do you say happy new year to people?
1: I'm done after today. Today's the day. Yeah, I'm done. Like it's, I, I love it, but like, I'm not that like, like, okay. I'm not the guy that's like, oh, it's just another day on the calendar. But like, I'm also not like 24 seven, you know, I didn't even do it. I went to bed at nine o'clock on New Year's Eve. Like, oh, I electric. stayed up stayed watching the fight the night before. And then I went to
0: bed. <laughs> Um, do you introduce yourself as Mr. Dr. Showalter
1: ever? Uh, when I'm like, if I'm with my wife at functions that are like super formal, I'll do it. Like I'll act like an asshole and she like, just cause some of the doctors are like super like, i the doctor. Um, but other than, you know what? I'm going to start doing that more. I used to do it more often. I you haven't done it lately. You're Mr. Dr. Showalter, you should definitely get on that. I should definitely get a business card. Yes, you doctor. should. Just
0: yes. so people like look at it and they're like, what? Like they don't like, they don't understand it. Like one of those things that I like, look at and they're like, what? Do my wife's
1: mm-hmm. Instagram name is Nancy Not Walter because she didn't change her last name? So that's, mm,
0: that's interesting. Um, she
1: didn't do it because she's a doctor and she was wow. like paperwork. I know. I was like, how? Are wow. Know? She's a
0: doctor and she thinks there's a lot of paperwork with that. Yeah. Tough. I was like, listen. How Hopefully, she can- listens to this podcast and she can he- like hear us physically grilling her.
1: Yeah, well, she's in the bedroom right now, which is way down the hall, and she's like, I don't know, probably <laughs> watching a show or something.
0: Yeah, was, she's definitely watching a doctor show. i mean, like, that's not real. Um, what is the if you can share it? The 2019 vision for free content Friday.
1: Ooh. Okay. Any expansion?
0: Um, like, what are we guys going on?
1: So one, I did. I took such a big hiatus, and like everyone knows, Pete Dupuis says, like, it's consistency is key when it comes. It's to it. That's it. So I'm gonna get back into it. Nice. Uh, probably like complexes, a lot of landmine stuff. So, but. <laughs> It's like everything Ben Bruno does, I'll just do it naked. So he'll be, like, he'll be like, "Hey guys, it's Ben Bruno, and I invented this ab wheel exercise." Which I'm not knocking Ben Bruno. I don't like hate him or anything. I'm just like making fun of him. Um, so everything he does, I'll just redo it ass naked and I'll, yeah. Yeah,
0: free content Friday. If you don't know, um, follow uh, at ShowDub on Instagram and just slide in the DMs and just ask.
1: Yeah, just get in my DMs.
0: If you weren't a trainer, what would you be?
1: God, that's a good question. Thank you, Oprah. Um,
0: That's what I'm gonna say to anyone who ever says that. Um, Thank you, Oprah.
1: So I literally started interning when I was 18 years old, which is fucking crazy. Um, And like working out when I was 12, and like I had a trainer and shit. And I don't. That's a good question. You know, people like I can see myself doing anything else. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Um, It's a good. Honestly, dude, I'd probably be a professional wrestler. Like, that's awesome. I'd actually definitely be a professional wrestler or a rock star. Like That's I awesome. Like one, I party like one. I'd either be yeah, definitely either a WWE wrestler or a rock star.
0: You should just do the wrestling thing and just like see where that goes.
1: I thought about it with the luchador mask. Nobody it's will amazing. know me. It's amazing. No
0: way. Um, Wesley Showalter, thank you so much for coming on the Three Things. This was probably, probably one of my like top favorite episodes. I came on it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was, I had a good time, too. Thanks, <laughs> man. I will see you back on for – I've already reserved you for episode 69. So all right. Crazy. It's Lord. coming on. It's sometime, like, around Memorial Day, early June, look for episode 69, The Return of Showalter. It'll be 69 minutes long, so you have to get ready for it. All right.
1: We'll time it just right. And oh, I'll top,
0: yeah. I can edit it down to 69 minutes. We just have to talk long enough so I can
1: edit it down. That's fine. I can talk all fucking day. It's amazing. Um, all right, dude. That's, dude, that's-, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much, man, for Wait, coming on.
1: Wait, okay. I leave, guys, make good choices. Stay in school. Wear your seatbelt. Get tested. Don't sit too close to the TV. Brush your teeth. Um, get out and vote, all right?
0: And spay and neuter your animals. Thank you. Yeah,
1: definitely do that.
0: Hi, everyone. It's Casey again. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, and I wanted to ask you a huge favor. I don't ask for a lot of favors, but if you could, whatever you're listening to this podcast through iTunes, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, if you could take a minute and just go write a review, I would really appreciate it. I don't get any bonus points or anything like that for it, but I really think it would help get the word out, and if this podcast has helped you, it might help someone else, and it'll do a better job of getting that word out to who might need it.